Hello, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. I'm your co-host, Aaron, And I'm Brianna. And today we have on, once again, some of our favorite people. We have Izzy and Zach from Pod Against the Machine. Hello. Hello. I like the idea that we're like fan favorites. Just there's a (laughs) city of New York out there. He's like, I can't wait to get those kids back on. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, all over the gameplay radio boards, just all the Izzy stands warring with all the Zach stands. I mean, it's... It's a <laughs> we have to bring both of you because they were fighting so much. Maybe our first merch will be Team Easy and Team Zach t-shirts. Oh my god. It would not be as unoriginal as you think. Prepare to sell only Izzy shirts because there is an actual Team Izzy out there. <sighs> there is. Small and mighty. <laughs> I love that. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're so happy to have y'all on, especially to play, play the game we're going to be playing, which is, I'm so excited to say, going to be a longer form game for Gameplay Radio. I know we like Ooh. to uh, crash zoom a lot of tabletop role-playing games that are really meant to be played for like 10 hours, not all at once, but like definitely like two five-hour sessions and we're like, mm-hmm. let's condense this shit to 45 minutes. <laughs> um <laughs> So really happy to be able to to play a long form game with with y'all. That is going to be a mystery game. What's ah. y'all's experience with uh, mis- murder mystery games or just murder mysteries? <laughs> it's like murder mystery in real games life? versus murder mysteries. <laughs> who have you who have you murdered in the past? What mysteries have you solved? <laughs> I told you, Izzy, it's a setup. Let's scram. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn it, they caught on. Ah, fuck. Well, that's the end of the show, folks. There. <laughs> we tried. Let's see. In terms of mystery games, I was going to say Monster of the Week, which is hands down one of my favorite uh, games to play. Mm. Um, but then I was remembering how when I was a kid, I used to play these point and click Nancy Drew teenage detective games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really just a formative. That, I think, is what turned me on to video games in a larger sense pointing and clicking in general. Um, the idea that, you know, it's like a first person. I mean, it's at any point and click, right? These came out, started coming out in the 90s. As far as I know, they're still making them. They just dropped a new one like a year ago and I am way too old to play and I definitely still played and needed a bunch of hints. Wait, they dropped a new Nancy Drew or they dropped a new point and click? They dropped, they dropped a new Nancy Drew point and click. Oh, okay. Uh, there are 32 Nancy Drew games. I just looked this. Look, I just, yeah, I mean, it not only Dane's a Wikipedia <laughs> list, but yeah, uh, you can get them as a bundle for just $189, apparently. <laughs> Where are you getting these? All of them? All of them? I just Googled the Nancy Drew video game, and it's just like, you can get 32 Nancy Drew PC games for $189. Uh, so, you know what? I just spent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my memory of points and click games were mostly like when the ones that are like for children, like the 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 or not like not even like I guess Nancy Drew might have been for children, <laughs> but the point and click games I remember is like the only way I knew where to go was because you would see the outline of the only interactable thing on the screen, and like that was I was like there you go that's the thing to click there. <laughs> um, so I don't think I ever actually got into the whole actually filling out the context of the mystery part of it <laughs> there was yeah. very little understanding i was good <laughs> at clicking sure it's like oh, yeah, was, this works. was pajama sam a mystery because i put <laughs> oh yes 
I mean, love Pajama Sam. Great. Uh, apparently, we have fans of Pajama Sam. <laughs> you know, finding the... Yeah, no, it was the exact same experience. of like, hmm, the sock. Am I finding a mystery or am I doing a fun puzzle with Pajama Sam? <laughs> I was secretly teaching you to clean up your room. <laughs> I guess this is also kind of a, a flashback because, I mean, the game that we're playing today is actually one that uh, our listeners will uh, have heard before. It's called We Used to Be Friends which is a very role-play heavy mystery game inspired by games by TV shows such as Veronica Mars or apparently Riverdale, which I didn't know was a thing <laughs> until uh, we were preparing for this game. And Zach basically applied the entire game to Riverdale. Well, like season one Riverdale, you can't. Only you can't season one. Come on. Only se- okay, come on. <laughs> as we like to call it, early Riverdale around these parts. <laughs> when you start mul- like discussing multiple cults, in the same town, that's when you you've lost in the, the plot. same town. <laughs> we got to step one cult, one town. Keep it simple. It's a it's a script writing you know dictum handed on. Uh, yeah, just like so. my grandmother used to say, one cult, one town. <laughs> Absolutely. But I mean, so how would you de- how would you describe it then? Like obviously, Veronica Mars and Riverdale have a very specific feel to it. But when I try to say I'm going to describe it, I don't know. Is it just that it's like kind of like mystery noir but Mm -hmm. teen angst is that it they're more teen solving crimes i think that's like the most important thing is that like in some shows they reduce like teenagers or kids who are solving crimes just to being detectives but like what made veronica mars so interesting uh or riverdale is that they're messy lives like the things they Mm -hmm. do in the margins and that like what i really love about what jonathan lavallee wrote in the the book and what he kind of encouraged people to do is like you don't just have to serve the mystery like throw a party do something else break up with somebody get into like a fight with your parents and like i think that that is it's interesting because there's just so much space for like the fiction, the context. Um, and I think that's what made the the trashy pulpiness of Riverdale more appealing than like yeah. the kind of well-worn misogynistic tropes of like neo-noir or, you know, any of the other problematic kind of mystery things that we fall into. So I think it makes it, I think it, make, it makes it more fun. It like breathes a little bit of life into a genre. Plus I love trashy pulp. I unabashedly <laughs> love trashy pulp. So, um, I'm into this. Also, side note, I just realized that's, that's Jonathan Lavallee, the creator of We Used to Be Friends. Sorry, I'm just name dropping <laughs> arbitrarily. <laughs> Classic. Classic, exactly. It's good. I just realized in terms of TV shows, we could have mentioned, we could have said Nancy Drew. That is also on the CW. Yes. And I'm sure it's just as tra- mm. classy. Classy, clearly. <laughs> Nancy Drew is on the Mark? CW? I had no idea. It's on season three. Oh, <laughs> it was at San Diego Comic Con when they pre- previewed oh, it, and I completely wait. forgot about it for three years. Wait, they have a they, there's a Nancy Drew show up right now. It's on season three. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. You're welcome, the CW. You're welcome. <laughs> that was, I hope you're paying you. Everyone who's listening, why are you here? Go find that. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you're all enjoying our Nancy Drew fan cast. Um, this is <laughs> Nancy Drew and Pajama Sam. That's all we got here, guys. <laughs> Speculations on the next games uh, coming up at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're definitely going to have a lot of speculations in this game, and uh, we're going to see how that goes. I, I mean, I'm just excited to get to play this one again. So thanks to all of y'all for going on this little adventure with me. I'm really excited to dive right on into it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us back. I'm so stoked. Yeah. We, I think <laughs> it's just the plan now. We just stop not leaving you alone. I, I want to cause okay as much irritation and frustration, um, but just <laughs> particularly between, you know, the, the cohort of our fans from your fans. I, um, I will not rest until your fan base tears itself apart. Uh, you know, <laughs> love this. Love this energy. That's the energy we're bringing into 2022. We're I so love grateful this. to be here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> well, she's, she's actually only grateful to Team Izzy. Team Zach, don't pay attention to that. Yeah, I'm grateful that you're listening right now and would encourage you to um, five-star this episode and every other episode, especially ones that I'm on. <laughs> Hopefully our listeners of Gameplay Radio know at this point that uh, our show is 95% chaos or 97% <laughs> chaos. So like, Oh, just... I thought we were 102, but damn. Okay, I'll like work it up better. <laughs> well, the 3% is the room for dairy-related humor. Oh, no. Which no. I had to. No. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. I had to sign like four forms before they even let me turn my microphone on saying that I wouldn't reference it. I got one. That's it. It's gone. So that's all you get. Gone. Just enough time to say I can't talk about dairy. <laughs> yeah, I just can't milk it anymore. So uh, hey, that was I'm too. Sorry, guys. That, no, on track too, buddy. Great. It's been great. It's been great to have you. Thanks. You can cheer yourself out. All right. Good night. Uh, well, um, I guess on that note, <laughs> let's just get into it. Let's just do the thing. Um, but of course, I say that, and that I'm an absolute tease because we have to do some on-air reads first. So I am going to do those on-air reads with my lovely co-host Brianna and then we're going to get into it if you'd like to listen to Radio for Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's solve a mystery, gang. I feel like this is where we need, like, chimes to go off. Um, <laughs> ding. Uh Right. So <laughs> to fully introduce our listeners into what exactly is about to happen to them, uh, we are going to be playing a game called, again, We Used to Be Friends, created by Jonathan LaValle for Firestorm Inc. Uh, thank you again. Great game. So exciting and interesting to navigate. It's a game where all of us are going to be playing characters in a city that we have uh, outside of the show created and talked about together and basically we're going to be solving a mystery through the use of our wits and going to different locations and interviewing different people and snooping about and hopefully working together despite our differences the mechanic for the game is very similar to powered by the apocalypse we have two d6 two six-sided dice that we're going to roll and based on what we're doing we're going to add different traits that we have the five traits are eyes which is visual awareness or you know attention to detail rash which is acting without thinking hard which is co compartmentalizing or intellectualizing being like separate from your emotions 
soft, which is empathizing or being able to express your emotions, and body, which is physicality, anything to do with your physical strength. We have assigned these ahead of time. There are a lot of different basic moves that we're going to be doing in order to solve this mystery, uh, in order to discover clues. Um, and based on how well we succeed or fail is going to change the structure of what happens. <laughs> Basically like any role-playing game where that involves dice, that's generally how it goes. Uh, but the main source of contention for this game, uh, the, the risks are conditions and cliffhangers. Cliffhangers are situations where you find yourself in a tough situation where your character is at risk of something happening to you. And of course it ends on a cliffhanger, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you're completely taken out. It just means that the next scene is either about getting you out of the situation or cutting to the consequences after that situation. This also involves conditions, which are either physical, emotional, or social, depending on what happens. And with each condition that you have, it's a minus one to your role when that happens, depending on the circumstances that you are using generally. <laughs> all in all, despite suffering a lot of complications while trying to solve this mystery, including a lot of ones about reputation and class differences, and emotional differences. We're gonna be trying to come up with clues and create NPCs. All of these we are going to create ourselves. We, all four of us, do not know the ultimate result of this mystery, but we are going to be discovering it together through bits and pieces that we add together. Brianna, would you like to introduce a little bit of the city that we have created? Yes, I'd be happy to. The city that we've created for this setup, not at all related to the David Lynch show, Twin Peaks. The city is called One Peak. Um, and so within <laughs> uh, this beautiful city of One Peak, uh, and is named so because there, the entire city kind of has like a base of people and then it kind of goes off into like a mountain shaped thing, like a peak. Within it, the three reasons why people are wealthy within the city are due to technology, entertainment, and old money. Three reasons why people are poor within this city include one single major employer, lots of debt and corrupt politicians. Uh, the richest families are the Vanderders, which are old money. And remember that name, you'll hear it soon. Uh, the Muskerbergs, which are the technology family and the Green, the entertainment family. You might also hear that one soon too. Uh, the local detective is Tatler which is not at all like Twitter, but kind of, uh, an anonymous forum which allows people to upload pictures, which will be described later. And a piece of technology that changed the town was a self-serve kiosk, which allowed for the single major employer to slowly become irrelevant. Do you want me, Aaron, to just continue reading down this stuff? <laughs> So, so we've done a lot of we've done a lot of work on this background, yeah. essentially, <laughs> and it's going to take a good half hour to get through all of it. Um, but I think maybe if you describe a little bit of the school that we have, sounds good. Uh, within One Peak, uh, the school, the high school that uh, these students go to is called Mountain High School with the mascot of the goats. Uh, the most popular student group are the Anons. One of the things the popular students do uh, is take candid photoshops or candies of students, you know, not being very cool, uh, maybe 
drinking a cup of milk and spilling it all down their shirt, a photo of that candy would pop up on Tatler. Uh, and so the popular students kind of differentiate themselves by wearing anti-paparazzi scarves, a thing I did not know existed before this recording. Uh, so their photos cannot be taken. There's a robot janitorial staff, which allows for the students to cube tipping because they are cube robots. And it is a school in one peak. Aaron, should we introduce the people who will be, the yeah. characters who will be playing? <laughs> I would also just uh, like to add in, just for a bit of context, this is a very tech interpretation of the early 2000s per setting. Oh yes, that too. We obviously have like advanced tech and non-advanced tech, and you're going to be seeing a lot of us trying to remember what that looked like. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I have an article up with 2000 technology. We're good. We're right, good. Well, Brianna is set. I will be uh, <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. But yes, <laughs> let's go ahead and introduce our characters um, and then get on to stuff. Izzy, do you want to introduce your character first? Hi, I'm playing Imani Green. I'll be leaning heavily into vocal fry for this role because I am 17. My family is like, I don't know, like really, really rich or whatever. Um, my dad used to be like the sports star and now people are like, oh my God, you're so famous. So like there's that. He really wants me and my brother to like take up the sports name afterward. But I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, and therefore I am embodying the archetype of the delinquent, which like has no meaning within this context specifically. But if there were some imaginary fourth wall, it would be helpful to have that information on the other side. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say for now. Nick. Ah, yes, Nick. Um, so I am happy to bring Nick Van Der Der to life uh, as the yearbook profile of the socialite. Um, he's got like bleached broccoli top hair and dangly earrings and he won't stop doing that stupid squint thing. And um, like, my family got rich for something kind of dumb. Like my grandfather helped create the thing that they put on the moon. They were going to call it the Van Der Der Lunar Land Der Der, but they didn't. It doesn't really matter. But we have a ton of money because of it accordingly. And while there's some nouveau riche in our town, what's really important is that I'm young and I have money and that's never going to change. <laughs> I need a minute to recover from that. <laughs> oh no. Incredible. I want to talk about my rivalry right now because God, I hate you. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it. <laughs> I think the floor is yours, uh, my friend. Okay. Um, <clears throat> after that introduction, uh, hi, I'll be playing Becca. Um, she, if uh, speaking of the archetypes, is the tech geek. She is the youngest of three. She has two older brothers who were, you know, a little, like one was the sports guy. One was really kind of popular, like was in band. Uh, band is popular, kids, shut up. And uh, she does not like leaving her computer room. God, she hates the outdoors. Uh, she very, very much hates Nick. She will not refer to him by his full name because she does not feel like him or his family deserve it. <laughs> and, um, she may or may not have been the one who coded Tadler together. She thought it was a test out of her ability. She heard of this Twitter thing that was kind of popping up and she wanted to see what she could do to kind of counterbalance it out of curiosity. She doesn't really do anything on it. She thinks it's kind of stupid, but 
it's nice to be able to see that she can run it herself. So. Fuck the Vanderders. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? The name's Lenny Leibowitz. And I'm just like fucking stoked to be here. Like, I am a junior in high school. I'm the oldest of four daughters. It's a lot of stuff going on. Don't worry, I'm used to it. Even in high school, there's always something going on, right? I am in volleyball. I love it. Even though, like, you know, I'm not as tall as everyone else, you know, I, I can jump. I can jump. Don't worry. You want me to, you want to ask how high I can jump? I can jump. Don't worry. <laughs> I, uh, I love everybody. If there were a structure for why I'm like this, it would be because I am a sidekick. I always have, uh, like, my coarse brown hair tied into a braid down my back. Um, and also, honestly, like, whenever people, like, succeed, it's just, like, the fucking best thing. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And, like, my best friend is good old Becca. She knows how to do so many things. And it's so impressive all the time. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> cool. There you go. <laughs> That's what really would Lenny. Old leaping Lenny, like crushing the volleyball court. <laughs> oh yeah, I also, you know, like I also like lift weights in my free time. You know, one day, one day I'm going to be able to compete in weightlifting. I've been really working on getting over 150. I think I'm almost gonna get there. You know what I mean? Like, then yeah. you will become lifting Lenny. You will evolve. <laughs> growth <laughs> from a chrysalis amazing um <laughs> great well so these are our four characters i guess we should describe the mystery that we're we're all entangled in at the moment there's a lot here to describe <laughs> <laughs> but the client is becca the person who is bringing this mystery to the table is in fact becca do you want to describe any of what's going on um, so yeah, I was checking my tabler, um, and usually people like send, um, I started calling them DMs and I heard it was on Twitter, which is, I feel like copyright theft. Um, but people started sending me direct messages and usually it's like a stupid thing. Like, oh yeah, can you take this photo down? I look dumb with this milk down my shirt, which in that case, I kind of boost it because they do look fucking dumb. Um, but there was one that kind of popped up and was kind of horrifying in the sense that Usually toddler photos are, you know, with our shitty 2000 era cell phone photo technology, whatever the fuck we're using. I don't go outside. Um, that was the only kind of way they could post photos. But there was this like super, super, super high quality photo of Ellen Muskerberg, one of the three big families. I think her family is kind of like the tech family, but I don't. I should give a shit considering what I do, but I don't give a shit. And she was like handing off one of those newfangled uh, flash drives. I heard that like, God, nowadays they can hold even four gigs. She was handing one off to one of those like super high end like tech people. God, I, I think it might've been a Will Yates or something. He's like the, the tech guy <laughs> slash poetry guy. It's incredible really. But he was like, hand, she was handing it off and the photo was just like, super fucking high quality. So uh, Ellen, uh, I don't know if it's her or her mom, because I heard she got in trouble because her level of technology, her the fact that her family is so high in technology, handing off something to Will Yates. God, what kind of poems does he make? Kind of sparked this scandal through the school. And someone through Tadler DM'd me 
to be like, hey, I need to figure out uh, who uploaded this photo because underneath the photo, because usually, like I said, it's really like stupid. You know, I look dumb with this on my face, but it was like uh, Ellen is selling uh, technology secrets from her family to uh, give to the major hard corporation. And she had to be pulled out of school just because of the allegations, uh, which ugh, I don't know what I could do. It's not my fault someone uploaded this shit. And that's it. That's all I got. We're going to get sued. So bad, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and where did the photo happen? Uh, yeah, no, the photo was uh, set on... <laughs> the, the photo was set on, like, one of the gondolas. Oh, shit. Yeah, so for all you listening, um, in one peak, uh, there's three kind of major ways you can get around town. You can use your fucking car, of which I can't drive yet because fuck that shit. Uh, you can use public transit, but to get from... Um, the base, which is kind of like where a lot of people live, all the way up to the top, which is where the rich and the nouveau rich bitches live, uh, the summit. It usually can, you can um, take public transit and that takes about three hours, or you can use a gondola and the gondola can take like 10 minutes, which is honestly quite disgusting. But the photo was taken while they were on the gondola. So the sheer fact that that high of a quality photo from God knows how far ended up on my toddler doesn't seem pretty cool to me. Uh, I think I should correct you, Becca. Not everyone who, can ride the gondola. Um, how how did you get saying, into I'm, my like recording? Well, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Why the fuck I'm, are you here, Nick? <laughs> I'm just saying. You said like you can ride the gondola, but you can't. I, I just wanted to remind you. Nick, uh, can you back the really fuck out of my recording and like die or something? God. <laughs> okay. Like, wow. I was actually just trying to help, but okay. Imani, I didn't say it to you. <laughs> no, I know. It just I'll feels like a very, um, like, the energy around me is super aggressive. And I was like, ugh, you know? Yeah, it's because most of it's coming from you, though. Hey, guys, okay. what's going on over here? <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, hi. It sounds like a scene. <laughs> Becca, did you see this photo that was, oh, shit, are, y'all, are you talking about it right now? Oh, oh, okay. All right, I'm here. I'm here. Whatever you need, I'm right here. Hey. Actually, I was going to kind of ask you, Amani. So uh, Ellen, whatever the fuck her last name, your ex-girlfriend or whatever, Nick, she asked me to figure out who posted this photo. And I kind of think the um, IP address, I don't know. I haven't exactly figured out who the IP address come, came from. I'm still fi- still trying to unscramble that. But the only person who I know that would actually have technology that good would be your brother, Amani. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of high quality lens camera. Okay, first of all... Sounds sus. Not um, that I'm accusing him or anything. <laughs> okay, because like, it really does sound like that's what you're doing. But like, I'm not whatever, trying to accuse... I'm just saying, fine. like, who else would have that camera? Other people Ready? can have cameras. They're, like, not super hard to get if you're from the summit. So, like, I don't know. Just ask other people. I heard someone was calling, like, telling everyone it was, like, my brother who was doing those things. And, like... Darius is so annoying with his stupid camera thing, but he was has no interest in Alan Muskerberg or whatever her name is. We like don't even talk. Didn't you like used to date her, Nick? No, I don't know why everyone thinks I used to date Ellen. Like my only ex-girlfriend is Cindy Crawford, the (laughs) granddaughter of Cindy Crawford, because... (laughs) Cindy Crawford Jr. <laughs> they all no, it's uh, actually the third. <laughs> it's it's granddaughter. It goes down from there on. They're all Cindy's. So yeah, Cindy the third. Cindy's all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll have you know, I was dating Cindy three uh, during that time, and yeah. Anyway, but Ellen and I don't talk. So real quick, we're in a scene, I believe. So <laughs> I I think technically somebody has to be the storyteller. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, well, I'm just hanging out. So shove <laughs> the story because, or yeah. you know what, Nick, you interrupted my monologue. How about you <laughs> tell the story? <laughs> That's great. Okay. This is excellent. Cause Nick actually isn't here. Cause everything I've said is in fact, the peanut gallery. So we're removing Nick from this. And the reason why Nick isn't here specifically is because Becca, you know, is a like little you. intimidated oh. by his cologne clout. Um, I'm so sorry, it's fine. Intimidated. <laughs> I mean, you did faint the last time that you came within ten, you know, feet oh, of my canon. axe cloud. Um, yeah, from it the is rage true. Of seeing you, anyway. <laughs> or possibly your asthma, because there's no breathable oxygen close to me. But it doesn't matter. Regardless, we're setting a scene here, and Nick isn't here because you hate him. So you're talking to my mm -hmm. good buddy, my friend, my mm -hmm. my. Amani. So I'm going to say that possibly you guys are at The Slant, which is a, a coffee shop that is partway between the summit and the base. Um, I'm going to say it's midday on a Saturday, so nobody's in school, right? And regardless if you're in the base or if you're in the summit or if you live kind of somewhere in between, it's relatively easy to get to The Slant. So you guys are all at The Slant. I would say that probably Becca called uh, both yeah. Lenny and Amani there. Um, so now you may take your scene. Yeah. So anyway, um, insert all the I told you about your brother kind of thing. I just like don't think he'd be into like what does he even gain from this? You know, know also his like, pictures are like kind of artsy and like wouldn't even be on that website anyway. This all sounds wrong. If you're just looking for a person who took a picture, I feel like check with the person the who took a people. picture. I'm just saying, you probably no, we're not, also have we don't some all technology. have technology. We don't all have good cameras, okay? Some of us just know how to hack site, um, uh, create sites. You don't need to be a dick to all of us just because your brother has the exact type of camera. And if I'm being, it, well, look, so who Imani, does? Imani, so who does Darius have like a crush on then? You know what I mean? Like maybe it's like a maybe it's like a like a crush thing, you know? Like he's just taking pictures of people he likes. I don't know, people are creepy sometimes. Along with Will yeah. Yates. <laughs> and Will Yates. He's a great poet, but is he that good? Mm. <laughs> oh my God. English majors everywhere slapping their head. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the English majors. <laughs> um, so in this moment, even though you guys are just kind of sharing information, you still can take moves. Mm -hmm. So you could potentially gumshoe around Tattler to try to pull some information up. Okay. You could, um, there, there could be other people inside of here. You know, you can definitely tell me if, 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 you know, some of our friends, enemies, rivals, or someone else are inside the coffee shop and yeah. might be able to give us more information. Would Ellen's friend be in the coffee shop by any chance? What is Ellen's friend's name? I don't know. Ellen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've solved no. it. I, I'm pretty no. sure I know who did it. <laughs> Someone's name is Felon. I think it's kind of open and shut. Not very smart, but. No. Fern, I don't know. Fallon? Rose. Fallon no. is a name. No. Jimmy Fallon. Her friend Jimmy Fallon is just hanging out with a bunch of teenagers at the Slanting Coffee Shop. 
We did say there's entertainment money in town. (laughs) That's Um. true. (laughs) It's Jimmy. (laughs) Well, so, I I, I mean, if we're thinking of ideas, I can just throw one out there. Yes, please. Okay. Imani, do you have any idea of Darius's friends? Um, Darius have friends? Yeah, he's kind of close to this camera and then this other camera. I guess sometimes... I don't know. He'll hang out with that guy at the gas station. You know, the gas station guy. Gus. Gus, the gas Gus, station guy. Gus Franken? Gassy Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's Gus? Gus, the gas station guy. You know, he like graduated a couple years ago. Um, oh, the but... shifty motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Darius says he like makes really cool art, by which I mean he is kind of sad and rugged looking so Darius will just that's a look that's, that's that's a look thank a look. you it was very popular like four years ago what what is it's today's fashion it's all fashion <laughs> it's the no, 2000s no, fashion no, don't, don't we have low ride jeans we have awful <laughs> that, clothes that no one wants to repeat that mm-hmm. was in character Lenny has no idea what fashion is um, that was in character. Becca is just um, rece- reciting <laughs> off of Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, th- uh, thanks, Becca. That's awesome. Thanks, right? Uh, um, like, it says here skirts go over pants. I think this is exactly how things are supposed <laughs> to function. Several belts, skirts. It's skirts time. Well, I mean, you know, maybe we should just like ask. You know what I mean? If Darius has like some sort of like feeling or whatever, like you know, or where he was, right? Like, no. I like try not to talk to Darius too much during the day, but you guys see talk to his friend. I'm saying, I'm saying we should just talk to some people. I would yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, we can talk to people. I, That's like I really would like cool to try that. to connect with Gus to try to see how they're feeling about the the situation and what like they know. While you're connecting with Gus, can I do something, or is that like? So either Gus, we can we can say because we make the fiction as we go in this that Gus has mm. just walked into the slanted. It's the mm. end of his oh, shift. God, his like his pants are just kind of like hanging down a little bit, and he's just he's just kind of walked in. He he waved over at uh, James Fallon, uh, no relation, and uh, walked up and ordered his you know coffee black, none of that floofy stuff. Can you guys talk to him because he's fucking creepy looking, and I'm trying to yeah, do something. Sure. I just like hide behind my laptop. We have laptops in the 2000s, right? Right. Yeah. Hide behind my laptop, continue to do something. You get on that. You're going to do great in there. I'm going to. Uh... Lowers laptop, side eyes you, raises laptop again. <laughs> Classic Becca. All right. I'm going to head off to uh, go talk to Gus and I'm going to say, like, hey, Gus. Hi. How can I help you? You're like, hang out with high schoolers, right? Like, how is that? Like, you know. <laughs> Are you a cop? Immediately <laughs> after that start. Should I be like taking like, a seat or something? No. no. Gus, <laughs> how about you go take a sit over there? Just just sit down over there, Gus. We're gonna we're gonna have a conversation. Do you like hanging out with high school kids? <laughs> you sell them drugs, Gus? No, oh. I mean you you know. I mean you know what we're like. Like I'm a high schooler too, you know. But I was just I mean, like do you get a sense from the outside that we are like way too obsessed with like our crushes or whatever? Because I got to tell you, I have like a sister, Ophelia. We call her Offie for short. And uh, she's doing 
so much. I, I mean, she she has been being very secretive recently about like some sort of like crush she has on somebody, and we've been trying to get her to like talk, but she has been like absolutely not, no, not saying anything, and really has just been like. It's actually been kind of a struggle to kind of figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, do you have that with like any friends in high school? Do you see that? Because I'm having trouble with my sister. Uh, and you seem like someone who could help out. I'm going to roll for soft. <laughs> see how this is going. Yeah. There's like this one girl who works in a Sabaro across the street that I can see when I'm pumping gas. And like, I think she winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was like looking into the sun. Sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was a wink. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I know like, what you mean. What, so. about, what about like you know, like other kids like from high school? You know what I mean? Oh, like oh, you mean like other people I know having crushes? Uh, yeah. Well, just so you know, Becca is like looking at Imani like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, uh, I rolled an what eleven, and my my trait <laughs> that I assigned to opening up is plus two. So I have uh, definitely over 10. So that means you get to choose from lists. I get lists now. It's list <laughs> time. I get to choose two from the first list and one from the second. They're just random lists. Yeah. You can have me or the NPC comfort you and remove a condition, which you thankfully don't have. Um, the NPC can listen to you and then do almost anything short of confessing to the crime, basically. They listen to you. Um, and you can ask a PC if you're doing this towards another player character. And if they wind up doing what you ask them to do, they get one XP. Um, they could become a better friend for you, which elevates them in this kind of friend hierarchy that we'll sort of get into later when we wind up interacting with people that people know. Or they can work something out with you and you can bank one clue. Yeah, probably banking a clue seems like a good idea. Like, so I'm going to pick, they work something out with you and bank one clue. I'm also going to pick, they listen to you and an NPC will do what you want short of confessing to a crime. And then I'm also going to pick, because I have to pick from the second list, which is like bad stuff. I say something that makes a problem worse. Now, can we all pitch in on what this yeah. list two thing is? I, or is this like Zach as storyteller? No, no, no. I was just reading it because it's there. Like you choose the clue that you, you find. Um, yeah. Although it is important for everyone to stress that the clues should be as vague as possible and not mm -hmm. tied to anything. And, and, and if, if some of y'all, like, these are, like, the things that I, like, want to pick, but if y'all have ideas of, like, how we're going to incorporate this, like, I mean, I think the one clue that we work out... Uh, that there's a crush. That there is a there crush. Is, you would yeah, ask about it. Someone does have a crush towards this... You know, I yeah, I know of, like... Of people you know, I know at least one person that has a crush on another person that's uh, a little dangerous. So, like, but I can't yeah. tell you exactly who it is kind of thing. They listen to you, and an NPC will do what you want, short of confessing to a crime. Can we ask him if he can, like, keep an eye? If he can see any part of where the gondola goes mm. by from his gas pump, if he could, like... <laughs> Like, is there anywhere someone could, like... From, from my advantageous <laughs> high ground position. <laughs> but if he does what we want and the idea is that we're thinking it might be Darius, maybe it's, like, he sees where Darius has been hanging out. Maybe he, like, asks where Darius has been hanging out and, like, gets that info. Yeah. Maybe if the way that you've made the problem worse is that you asked it as a kind of leading question, which puts mm -hmm. something in my head, and Amani is over at the table. So he just looks at Amani. Mm. For like, you know, no subtlety. Just like three seconds, just kind of staring like this. 
Like, why is this person who you were hanging out with asking questions about your brother? <laughs> kind of totally. A thing? So not only does it kind of create more friction between you two, but it also puts this first suspect deeper in a hole that we're yeah. kind of attached to. It's like we've fur- like it's furthered in uh, Darius's direction mm-hmm. with at least this one person. And you know, Gus, he's a talker. Here, here's my number. You know, text me when you know a little bit about uh, Darius's information. We do, you know, we just, I just, want, I'm just curious. You know what I mean? High schoolers, they're all over the place. Like my sister, you get it. So thanks. I get it. I'm gonna back away now. Then he looks, looks back at the Bruce. He's like, you know, just getting pumped for information. It's a gas pump attendant joke. <laughs> They don't they don't laugh. They charge me twice for my coffee and Gus (laughs) Gus leaves out the door off to spy on your brother. Before leaving maybe one last look at you and then just like a shifty eye, like a little squint before leaving. What? Mm. Oh my god. Gus seems creepier than usual. (laughs) Your brother hangs out with that guy? Seems like a creep. Oh god. It's for art or something. Seems like I murder. Art and well, probably not. I, I mean, you know, actually, that's like fair. I haven't talked to Darius in some time, but like, I can respect like art and stuff, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, why hang out with art with someone who's like that? You, you know? just went and hung out with him. You guys are like best friends now. He has your number. Sorry, Becca. Oh, I'm, was I in? I'm, I was still typing. What? Um, yeah, your best friends. Bully me. Zach, can I use another gumshoe type thing? Mm-hmm. A move? Okay. Becca has still been typing because she's trying to figure out that um, IP address. I'm doing putting it together. And um, a motherfucker got 10. And for Rash, I have plus zero because tech geek sucks. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I can place... So do you have a clue? I, I have a clue. And if we have fewer than two, you can place one on a suspect, yeah. which can either be our existing suspect. You can create mm-hmm. a new suspect, which does, has a, mm-hmm. does have a benefit for you. Um, every new suspect that is created up to four either gives you clues mm-hmm. or XP or... Mm-hmm. No, that's really it. Yeah, you can either put it on All Darius right. or a new person and get and bank a clue. Okay. I might have to put it on someone else. And I think bank a clue because this IP address is coming up from the gondola upper part. And I can't, the the amount of people who use the gondola's Wi-Fi, I have no idea how to narrow it down, but whoever it is would be able to post from there. But that also doesn't, like, it could be a spoofed IP address because, you know, fuck you fuckers up at the gondola. Uh, She shakes her hand at Nick, who's not even in the building. Gondola! <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm in a gondola is. just doing that. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, what was that? Um, but yeah, whoever I have a feeling that whoever it would have to be someone who actually could get into the the gondola club. Totally. So that's a great clue. So like, we have two clues right now where we have a crush that is most likely towards our potential victim here, and we have an IP address that corresponds to the top area of the gondola. The cool thing about those is while they are sort of specific, there's lots of different ways that they could be applied to different suspects. So if you've banked one of those clues, like the IP address, since you're putting it all together, placing that other clue, if you're not placing it on Darius, I think you just gotta, you gotta drag somebody out. It could be Nick. It it literally could be anybody. It could be- You know what? You could create a new person. Mm -hmm. I I do want to create a- there's like, I'm trying to think, who, who would own the gondola club? Fuck, I just want to blame like, them. Who would own the gondola club? Yeah, I feel like- You can create a new rich person if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can just rich person. Mm-hmm. Like just um, literally anyone. Gondola. Okay, so like, you guys are supposed to know this, but when I was creating 
Tadler and Twitter was a thing going on. There was this like fucker um, who works with me in the IT department um, or whatever we call it when high schoolers work with the IT people who had been trying to like take the name like Gondoler because he thought that was cooler than Tadler, but like <laughs> fuck him. And I think he's, I don't know, this is creepy high school dude named like Raymond, uh, not Raymond. Uh, I called him Raymond once, uh, but Raymond goes to the Gondola Club a lot and would have the capability to spoof an IP address if he would need to do so. So Raymond is- Raymond, a high school student who frequents the Gondola Club. And has the IP address clue now pinned to him, which is either stuck to him now, um, or somebody later using the put it all together move can move these clues around to a new suspect or a previous suspect. And when Mm -hmm. one suspect has four clues on them, which is the amount of people that are playing this game, we can call that the final clue and attempt to solve the mystery. Right. So I, I think that could, I'm going to probably call that scene as the storyteller <laughs> to make sure that we're continuing to move. So the next mm. person can pick it up, say who's there and why we're there. And I am going to pick, I'm going to pick Aaron. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it seems, unless y'all have places that you are particularly wanting to go, it seems like a good place to kind of go next is the scene of the supposed crime, which is the gondola, the setting of the photo where it was taken. Mm-hmm. So, Can we get the pores in? Is that okay? I'm sorry. Thanks, Imani. So, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not community outreach day, um, but Nick, that's okay. Because no, what? No, hold on, hold on. Because here's, get me here's in the what damn I'm thinking. Gondola. I am outdoors. What, what, I could be behind my computer. What if a couple of us took the gondola and then a couple of us rode? with my good buddy, groundskeeper Jerry, in his little cart up the side of the hill to kind of look from the ground. You know, a like grounded perspective. Or I will throw you out the gondola. I'm wearing all white. There's literally no way I'm going outside. That sounds like a you problem, Nick. Come on, Imani, let's get in the gondola. Uh, I'm just gonna use my buddy ticket. But like, I guess if you want to go on a cart on the ground, is it like, is it like tax deductible to like help them out like that? I've just just tried to figure out. Oh my god! Can every minute I have to spend with you, Nick, just lowers my IQ. Has now arrived on the platform, and uh, (laughs) you see that there is like, uh, like almost like a a porter, someone there in a very like nice looking suit standing there going, yes, Mm, hello, yes, welcome. Please show me your uh, badges or tickets and we will get you onto the gondola post haste for your delightful ride back to the summit. Hi, Um, Amani Green and guest. Uh, Yes, oh, and um, does this guest have a ticket? Do you know who I am? Of course. Because if you don't, I can use one of these moves to explain it to you. Oh, God, I want it to be fight, but that feels aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Imani, no! I mean, when you you say (laughs) fight, you can hurt someone physically, emotionally, or socially. It doesn't have to be physical. Oh, my God, being down socially. What um, trait do you have assigned to fight right now? I have eyes because I thought it'd be funny and ironic. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Which, you know, is not inappropriate. So you, you see what people's weaknesses are and you use mean words, which I love. So... This person says, um, does your guest have a ticket? Like, do you know who I am? Like, just really, I'm sorry. No, I don't want to hear anything else. But do you know who I am? 
I believe you're taking a long time. So what I need for you to do is put my name into your little pad or or calculator or whatever you know you people use to take numbers. Um, um, meanwhile, myself and my guest will board the gondola. And when you've decided you don't feel like being fired today, we can continue on our trip. Thank you so much. Oh, I should. Okay, roll. so now you should <laughs> roll. <laughs> I'll wait to get that. I mean, that was like, incredible. Because if you fail, this roll. will be so That's sad. Be real embarrassing. <laughs> I will um, ride up with that. With uh, okay, six plus trade. Okay, that's a oh god, that's a one plus a six plus one. So eight. that's between seven eight. and a nine. Eight. Okay. That's so not you terrible. did give them a condition okay. of one pipe. I, I offended them. Okay. Um. Great. So you have. I guess that's an emotional condition. On this poor NPC. <laughs> I know. This is never treat, never treat people in the service industry this way. It's awful. Feeling intimidated, um, probably. That's fair. But now I choose between they make someone a worse friend, they get one clue from you, they give you one condition, or they give you a cliffhanger. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you a condition. Fair. And it's going to be a social condition. You have intimidated him, and he's been like, well, I had uh, no idea that the... And he says this, like, louder, you know? Like, kind of like that kind of insulted, loud voice of, like, I had no idea that the, the green family would be so insistent. But of course, if you insist, go right ahead. So this is going to harm your reputation as <gasps> someone... As, like, the idea that you're someone who will throw tantrums in public if you don't get your way. Thank you. Becca, come on. Sorry, Imani. It's fine. She like holds her laptop closer and it's like, Jesus, these fucking people. This gondola is mostly, it's mostly windows with beautiful like wrought iron designs along the sides. There's like a little uh, stand in the corner for snacks and drinks, very expensive. Uh, And then also little benches like arranged where you can sit and look out. Did Nick come with us? (laughs) <laughs> I assume Nick was, was very adamant about not going outside. Well, you relegated me to the ground, so we can either force uh, our storyteller <laughs> to tell two stories where I go out with groundskeeper Jerry, or I can literally, this is the cool part of this, I can be kind of sidebarred for this, because not every character is in every scene in every show. So it can just be you two doing your thing. So Nick is across the gondola, Becca glares at Nick across the gondola, it's fine. Sad music starts playing as you guys are floating away. And I'm just... She glares at Nick on the ground. (laughs) Great. So now you're on the gondola. There are people milling about, chatting, laughing. I guess we should try and see, like, where this person got the picture from. Yeah, let me pull up the pic. It looks like it has to be fairly high up because you can see the... I'm just assuming there's multiple gondolas or maybe whatever. Uh, You can see some of the wires from the gondola in the background and you can like see kind of the upper edge of uh, the the summit without being fully to the top. So it looks like kind of two thirds of the way up. Quackity, quackity, quack. What Wi-Fi does she have? (laughs) Yeah, as we get up there, we can sort of like, are there any vantage points around where someone we will take a picture or pass through a mm -hmm. tunnel or something? So at that Mm -hmm. point, if you want to do stuff like that, if you're looking for information, you can roll to gumshoe. It feels like an information roll. Yeah, go ahead. I can roll to gumshoe. I have, I have a, it's the only thing I'm good at. (laughs) Okay. Stop. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. 
I have a plus two for eyes for Gumshoe, mm -hmm. and I rolled an 11. So, okay. uh, <laughs> so you can bank two clues and ask one question of the situation. There are a number of different questions here that are available mm -hmm. to you to choose from. Who should I talk to next? What am I missing here? When is something bad going to happen? Where does this lead me? And why should I care about this? But you also uh, have two clues that you can create. You don't know what to apply them to, but you have them. Can Amani help me with this or is it just me figuring this out? Oh, it, oh, fuck. Okay. You, I mean, if you, if you have ideas, pick them. If you want help, ask for help. Please help. I feel like one of the questions I want to ask is what am I missing here? And I feel I like a clue. Can I suggest one? I think one should Please, be a hunt, like a hunter's blind, like a platform that you yeah. see in a tree. You're going up and it's like, they, they can be used for wildlife photography, they can be used for hunting, but it's just kind of a platform that's like midway up a tree as you're going up the gondola. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. That's one of two clues. Are we, are we, sorry, you're banking two. You, yeah, you get two clues two. and you can ask one question of the situation. Okay. Can, yes. mm, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was like, can the lights go out in the gondola? But that's not really clue. <laughs> it's a horror um, movie now. Yeah. It's like, and then murder happens. There could be, because how many gondolas are there? Is it like a gondola or is it like two gondolas? I would imagine, yeah, I could see two, one or two, I guess. But I kind of like the idea of having two because then yeah. you could mm -hmm. potentially have someone else in the other gondola. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, and, I, uh, and let me know what you feel. Uh, the scarf is in, like, as we pass, I guess, because gondola up and gondola down. Uh, and gondola down, like, one of those bougie scarfs mm -hmm. whose name I forget, the anti-reflecting paparazzi scarf, is, like, hooked in, like, the door frame of something, and you can, like, see the fabric kind of, like, fluttering out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But, like... It's in the wrong fucking gondola, so we're just kind of like, well, fuck. <laughs> oh, um, interesting. We shout down to Nick, keep an eye out for that scarf. <laughs> Shit. We picked the wrong <laughs> gondola. And then I guess I can ask a question. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what am I missing here? Like, there has to be something else. Oh, am I asking the storyteller? Am I asking the group? Am I asking my own psyche? It's asking a question of the situation at hands. Mm -hmm. And I think, what am I missing here? You're sitting here and you're looking at all this information. And I think what you're missing here is the fact that you are not the only people on this gondola. <laughs> We're loudly missing a mystery. They're like, what's happening? And it's like, oh my fucking God. Like, and not necessarily just not that um, this means that all of these people know what went on. But the fact that whatever happened on that gondola, there must have been other people there. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like it was an isolated incident that they were by themselves on the gondola. This gondola, there's always someone on board. Yeah, like an attendant, like a bathroom attendant. There's someone who has to stand there with a towel yeah. in case your hands get moist for some there's reason. There's someone who has to, to wipe them off. sell the snacks. There, my you know? hands are moist. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so in that case, I'm going to, like, double check my computer. Just fucking 2000 technology. Double checks the photo and, like... The, the storyteller is right, the one who answered the question. There There is mm -hmm. someone else in the photo, um, but it's just like a dude with brown hair. Hmm. I don't know if that's a clue, and I just like f just gave us another clue, which is on is technically not, we're not supposed to do. I think you can add clues at any time, but there are vehicles to adding more clues. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I also think the question is kind of more of a like direction thing. So more so like mm -hmm. Aaron's like, you just did a great job of like paying attention to the environment. You just saw like this thing could have been a vantage point and it possibly could have been the other gondola, but there's been an attendant in every gondola. Yeah. So maybe mm -hmm. because you can't make two moves in a row, yeah. like Alani could make a move and do something social to some of the people inside the gondola to try to shake them down for more clues, either a gumshoe or a putting it all together. Or, That's true. Mm -hmm. I do but, like, yeah. But oh, good, we will have good. to hmm. figure out what that oh. <laughs> will be <laughs> next time on Gameplay Radio here on Radio for Brooklyn because uh, we fine. are uh, out of time for today. But our listeners should definitely stay tuned for next week where we will be doing even more of this gumshoeing about. Very Woo. exciting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, I got to I gotta cut it off. But you're like, yeah, we'll, we'll get back here. I promise. But uh, while they're agonizing over what is going to happen next, Izzy, Zach, where should they find you on the internet to go scream at you about your decisions in this hour? Oh, being screamed at is one of my favorite internet things. Mm. Everything <laughs> on the internet is screaming. <laughs> All the time, right? Uh, most frequently um, on Twitter, uh, often enraging people with my uh, various takes and fun gags. Uh, Z <laughs> underscore Mist, Mr. The Y, because fantasy. Yeah, find me there. And then, like, Zach is on a podcast. <laughs> I am I am on a podcast with Izzy. You can find us at Pot Against the Machine. I'm also on Twitter. It doesn't really matter. I'm not as funny as Izzy. But listen to us on Pot Against the Machine fantastic podcast fantastic <laughs> and uh once again thank you to our listeners for listening to gameplay radio here on radio free brooklyn make sure to follow us at gameplay rfb on twitter and if you're listening on a podcast or app why don't you leave us a review you can also scream at us individually i'm at aaron is a bird that's e-r-y-n is a bird on twitter and at aaron k levine on instagram and I'm at cutebookworm1010, and I appreciate lowercase text. No, no caps lock. Thank you. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.